Welcome to the First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Anne Louise Gittleman is a New York Times bestselling author of over 37 books on diet, detox, the environment, and women's health. For more than four decades, Anne Louise has been regarded as a leading voice and visionary in nutrition and who has fearlessly stood on the front lines of holistic and integrative medicine. For more information, check out annlouise.com. That's A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E.com. And here's your host, Anne Louise Gittleman. Hey everyone, Anne Louise Gittleman here for First Lady of Nutrition. Please stop by unikeyhealth.com where you can see all my supplements, my bile builder for those without a gallbladder, my thyroid key for those with thyroid issues, and my super GI cleanse for those of you that want to become regular once again. Now today we've got an irregular, extraordinary guest by the name of Jeff Chilton, who is a ethno- mycologist. He's an expert on mushrooms, owns a mushroom company, has written a book, and is an extraordinary resource of everything mushrooms. Good day, Jeff. You are the all-time mushroom man. You were starting all this in the 70s. Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I, I was born and raised in the Pacific Northwest, and what we're famous for there is rain. Mm -hmm. That means That means we had a lot of mushrooms growing there, so I had mushrooms all around me growing up and then in the when i went to university i went to the university of washington in seattle and while i was there my main field of study was anthropology but i also studied mycology one of the few universities that actually had a mycology department that is the the study of uh, mushrooms and fungi in general and then leaving university i mean what do you do with a degree in anthropology in 1973 well not a lot so in 1973, I thought, well, I'd love to learn how to grow mushrooms. There was one mushroom farm in the state. It was 60 miles down the road in Olympia, Washington. I went there. I got a job. I was there for the next 10 years, literally living with mushrooms. Living on <laughs> mushrooms and with mushrooms. <laughs> so it was a, it was a, a, uh, Wonderful experience for me. I learned a lot while I was there. And certainly I learned a lot about growing mushrooms. We were growing 2 million pounds of uh, button mushrooms every year. And plus we had a Japanese scientist there that was was uh, in our R&D department growing shiitake mushrooms, oyster mushrooms, and enoki mushrooms. So I really had a broad base there for mushroom cultivation. And all the time, of course, I was reading about the benefits of mushrooms, not just nutritionally, but also medicinally. So it was a really interesting time for me. So why do you think mushrooms are the superfood of the 2023? Well, you know, you know what? Mushrooms are, are kind of unique in the sense that they are made up of uh, primarily carbohydrates. They have a good profile for protein, but primarily carbohydrates, but those are non starch carbohydrates. They're carbohydrates like mannitol, frejolose, carbohydrates that are very slow acting. Mushrooms are full of fiber. So they're also basically feeding our microbiome. They're, mm -hmm. they're uh, low in fat. In fact, the interesting part about it was in 1973, when I started at the mushroom farm, classical nutritionists were telling us that mushrooms had no food value 
Oh no! What about vitamin D? They didn't know about. Well, that. well, well. The thing, the thing is, is the reason they said that was because they're low in calories. And back in the seventies, oh, if you had no calories in the yeah, food, no nutrition. It, yes. it was a non-food. So, so at any rate, it took a while for uh, the scientists to do a lot of uh, research in terms of exactly what are in mushrooms, and it turns out they are really a superfood. I call them the missing dietary link and the forgotten food they eat mushrooms all over the world we're just catching up studies have shown that uh, populations that eat more mushrooms live longer i totally believe that because there are actual compounds in mushrooms that will potentiate our immune system but what are the healthiest mushrooms well uh, if there was one mushroom that I was going to pick for that purpose, I would say it would be shiitake mushroom. Are you familiar with shiitake mushroom? Oh, yes. Ah, oh, But God. my listening audience may not be. And Louise, isn't that the most amazing tasting mushroom out there? It's so uh, aromatic. The flavor is wonderful. It has a very pleasant aftertaste. It is not only uh, one of the best nutritionally, but it also has a high amount of compounds that we call beta-glucans. And those are the compounds that actually provide the immunological benefits in mushrooms. So if you're, if you're eating shiitake mushroom, you're going to get all of the benefits from functional mushrooms. What about mushrooms for the brain? Well, uh, our our top seller right now and what is trending a lot is what's called lion's mane and the interesting thing about lion's mane it actually doesn't look like a mushroom it looks kind of like a, a pom-pom in a way and and some people sell it like that but lion's mane has compounds in it that stimulate something called nerve growth factor and nerve growth factor is a uh, substance that we produce and what that does is it stimulates the uh, production of neurons, the organization of neurons. As we age, we tend to produce less of this nerve growth factor. So a lot of studies have been done on its effects uh, on our cognition, um, on uh, dementia, uh, Alzheimer's. These are initial clinical trials that have been done in Japan, and some of them have been very positive. And so this is why people are... Uh, eating lion's mane today because there's this whole, I, I guess you might even call it a movement out there of, of uh, substances they call nootropics. And these are pretty much anything that will enhance us physically. And lion's mane is one of those. And it's one of the top nootropics that people talk about these days. What are your other favorites? So we have maitake, lion's mane, which is extremely popular. What about, let me see, maitake, maitake, well, you, maitake. You know what, maitake, and by the way, you know what's interesting is taki is the Japanese word for mushroom. So it's a maitake, oh. it's a shiitake, it's an emojitake, <laughs> right? So that's the Japanese word for mushroom. But maitake is a, a wonderful, also a strong immunopotentiator, the, the beautiful thing about it is that today, unlike in the 70s, where, you know, what we would call these specialty mushrooms back then 
were still not really in the marketplace and there was only the button mushroom that we could uh, find and purchase and consume. Today, we've probably got six different, at least mushrooms. If you go into a Whole Foods or something like that, you've got maitake, you've got lion's mane, you've got shiitake, you've got enokitake, uh, a few others, a shimeji. We're so lucky today to have that number of different species. And so maitake, another strong immunopotentiator. And, and what I'd say here too is that these, uh, what I would call top uh, functional mushrooms, many of which are edible as well, about 10 or so of them, science has demonstrated that the beta-glucans in these mushrooms will help us basically cope with, with stresses and any kind of um, issues that we have with whether it be fungal, viral, uh, those types of diseases. Because what they do is when we eat these beta-glucans, there's actually a, a um, receptor site in our small intestines. They hook up to that receptor site, then they produce cytokines uh, uh, with macrophages, NK cells. So this is really the uh, true benefit of almost all of these different functional mushrooms. They all share that in common. And then many of them have these extra benefits like we just talked about with the lion's mane where it stimulates the nerve growth factor and helps with cognition and look let's face it Anne Marie at my age anything that can help with cognition or memory is welcomed it's most welcome now they're using mushrooms in a psychedelic fashion can you speak to that Sure. Um, I've had many guests that have extolled the <laughs> virtues of the psilocybin, I believe it's pronounced. Yes, I, I was actually first introduced to that back in the 60s. And it was part of my studies because at university, when I was studying mycology and anthropology, I was looking at the uses of mushrooms for food, for medicine, and uh, for healing purposes. That was part of my studies, and especially uh, the native people down in Central America and Mexico. And I actually went down and did field work with them in the early seventies. And and I, you know, in in a sense, that was just the initial stages of what we're seeing now. And unfortunately, prohibition came along and stopped the research into psychedelic uh plants and substances today what we're seeing is we're seeing that they are very positive when it comes to helping people with addictions they can get people off addictions with just a couple of uh, uh sessions with uh, psilocybin uh, they're also using them in other mental health issues like depression they're using them for end of life issues it's just very, very powerful. A lot of people would call it medicine. It's a very powerful, powerful compounds there that can bring about life-changing, uh, um, uh, 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 life-changing experiences. And and you know, one of the things these days is that a diets 
in North America are terrible. You know that as well as I do. Terrible. Uh, mm -hmm. The amount of people suffering just from a bad diet. People don't get enough exercise. We have all of these issues. There's a tremendous number of people that are sick. Not only that, they are pres being prescribed pharmaceuticals, many of which are these um, very, what I would consider dangerous drugs that they put people on for any kind of issue of depression or something like that. When in fact, we have other much more natural means to address that. And so I'm very positive right now about what's going on in that realm. And I think uh, um, psychedelic mushrooms were going to play a very major role in that. So is there a difference between the psilocybin of the 60s and what we're seeing now? No, no, not at all. I mean, I, I guess the difference would be that that we don't have to depend on somebody handing you a tablet and saying, hey, this is psilocybin when you look at the tablet and you don't really know what's in there. Today, you know, you know, today there are probably thousands of tons of psilocybin mushrooms produced worldwide. And most of them up until recently, even today, are are not in the legal market. Uh, many of them are starting to be now. Uh, but, you know, one of the the things that I did in uh, 1983 was publish a book on growing mushrooms at home. And that book uh, outlined very um, detailed ways that you could grow uh, edible mushrooms as well as medicinal mushrooms or psilocybin mushrooms. And today there are tons of those mushrooms out there. And I, I think it's a very positive thing. Let me ask you something. I don't want to go off track, but I have had friends that have had experiences with something on the, I think it's in South America, ayahuasca. Is this, yes. can you speak to that? I'm I'm fascinated because I've never, you know, I'm a child of the sixties and never did anything. Oh my so, goodness. Yes. You're talking <laughs> to a virgin on many levels here. You know what? Uh, right now, um, unlike the 60s where we had no guides, we had no real places we could go unless we wanted to travel off to distant lands and find a shaman or something, which was not easy. Um, today, there are places you can go. There are centers in the U.S., in Canada, and there's also places in South America where you can go, and there are many reputable uh, organizations that are providing this experience, oftentimes uh, in a group setting with a um, ayahuasca or psilocybin mushroom that is verified and authentic. So these are now available to people. And this is something that that up until recently, you really had to go out and I know a friend here or there that might be able to give me this. You don't know how much to take. There's there's not a lot of certainty around it. Uh, so today, for the first time, we are are entering a time where where you can actually access these experiences and groups and or individuals in Canada here right now. Um, they are licensing practitioners to use psilocybin so that you can go to a licensed practitioner and 
you can have a one-on-one -on -one session with this particular doctor. And these are either physicians or psychiatrists, but you can do that now in Canada. And, and that's, I think, a, a roadmap for Future. the U.S., Hi, my friends. Before I go any further, let me take a moment to, to acknowledge my sponsor, Unikey Health at UnikeyHealth.com, which is your universal key to health since 1992. I have been a spokesperson for this company for over 30 years. They're the home of all my weight loss plans, the Fat Blasting Bio Builder, which has been featured in national magazines. They also carry the ultimate brain support and the magnesium multitasker. So whether it's weight loss, internal cleansing, or just targeted health support, go to unikeyhealth.com. Tell them Anne Louise sent you. So is ayahuasca like psilocybin? Well, you know what? They all have similar attributes. And I would say there may be some uh, small differences, but ayahuasca and psilocybin actually are the, the compounds, the psilocybin and the DMT-like compound in uh, ayahuasca are very, very similar. So you would have uh, very similar experiences with either of those. And, you know, what they uh, say and what we learned in the 60s was uh, two things. One is called set and the other is setting. The set is um, your mindset when you go into one of these sessions. You really don't want to go in unless it's a, a, something with a doctor or a psychiatrist and you've got a, a major problem. But Really, you want to go into one of these sessions if you're doing it the first time and you're interested and you think, oh, this could really help me in general. You want to have your mind free of worries, free of stresses. You're going in with no expectations. And then the setting is where you're doing it. You don't want to do it walking down the street. You don't oh, want to no. do it. To, you don't want to do it as someplace where the phone rings. There's someone at the door. <laughs> you In uh, traditional uses, they would take these late at night uh, uh, in, a, in a dark room. Maybe you'd have some candles going. Maybe there would be some music or maybe if it was a shaman, they might be singing or chanting. Uh, I had one such experience like that in Mexico with a uh, healer down there. She had an amazing altar that was full of fresh, beautiful flowers. Um, she sang for probably three or four hours while oh we laid there under the influence of these mushrooms. It was just an absolutely spiritual metaphysical experience yes it was it was it was indeed and and i think to me that was uh that is something that i think everybody at some point if they're ready should experience because it gives you a totally different uh look at life at your place in this uh world and universe we live in and it really makes you feel this connectedness to everything around us and i think that's very important we're, we're all a bit disconnected right now in our society true but you have a you have a company tell me a little bit about the company well in 1989 and this is a, a number of years after i left the mushroom farm i had been reading a lot about functional mushrooms all through the 60s 70s and 80s and 
I decided that rather than growing uh, fresh mushrooms for food, that I would start to grow them uh, for supplement use. So all of our mushrooms that we grow, and I started my business in 1989, all of the mushrooms are, are essentially uh, organically produced. Then we will process them into an extract powder. Uh, so it's uh, suitable for capsules or, or as a bulk powder in, in pouches. Uh, and so my company sells those functional mushroom powders to other companies. I'm what's called a raw material supplier. And I will, I will supply those to other companies who will put it out in encapsulated normally in bottles with their label on them. We also have a retail line as well. What's the name of the company, Jeff? Well, my company's Namex. The company, our, our retail division is called Real Mushrooms. And, and, you know, it's really important, as I'm sure you know, when it comes to supplement use, there are probably half the supplements out there. You're just like shaking your head at the quality of that. And one of the things that we really rely on is analytical work on our mushroom products. We want to guarantee to our customers that our mushroom products have the, the compounds like the beta-glucans that are the important compounds. So we measure every single lot that we produce. And, and let me tell you, every lot we produce, um, Anne Louise, is 1,000 kilos. Last year, we actually produced 160 tons wow. of, our, of our extract powders that we uh, sold to other companies or put out in a real mushrooms line. And every single batch was tested for everything you can imagine, heavy metals, pesticides. I mean, they were going to organically certified and then the beta glucans and then other active compounds. And that's really important. So people buying uh, a mushroom product, you have to be very careful. There are uh, facsimiles out there. Be sure that they talk about the beta glucans and give you an amount of beta glucans in the product because uh, if they don't, you never know quite what they're selling you. Well, can't you get a lot of mushroom extracts from Canada, not Canada, excuse me, from China? Oh, oh yes, absolutely. You can. In fact, in uh, that's where we do grow all of our mushrooms. And I'll tell you why. It's really interesting, actually. You cannot produce a mushroom in the U.S. or Canada and put it into the supplement market. And, it, and it's just a simple matter of economics. I can go with my fresh shiitake and maybe get $5 a pound for it, but supplements are dried powders. Now that $5 a pound for a fresh mushroom is $50. Nobody's going to pay that. So it, it's just economically, you cannot do that in North America. And it, it's interesting people, most people have never been to a mushroom farm. Every single mushroom you have ever eaten has been picked by hand. Mm. I mean, can you imagine picked by hand? hand every single mushroom and if you've ever seen a mushroom bed um especially a garicus bed there are tens of thousands of mushrooms on that bed and people go in there every single day to harvest those by hand so so i actually went to china all through the 90s and in 1979 or 1980 sorry 1997 i went over there with ocia the largest organic certifier in the u.s i had the first organic certification workshop uh, four mushrooms in China, 1997. Um, now the mushrooms are all organically certified by high quality German certifiers. We grow them 
back in the mountains in clean areas. They're all they're tested in every way you can imagine. And you know, I think people need to understand that that it's not necessarily the location of where you're growing them in terms of a country or something like that. It's the actual real location because let's face it, we are inundated with chemicals, whether they're pesticides or fungicides or what have you, right here in North America. And that's one of the sad facts of life is that we don't even have any idea of the level of chemicals that we're consuming. So how do you know if your mushroom supplement is organic? Well, you have a certifier. <clears throat> and and what happens with our certifier is they will go, uh, first of all, there's the certifier in China. It's a German certifier. They'll go out to the farms. They'll go to the processing factory. There's a whole list of things they look at. They, they've been doing this for our farms and processor for over 20 years. Uh, they will also come to our lab and office and we'll go through our uh, GMPs, which we have for uh, the work that we do. And, and they'll do tracing, for example. They'll say, okay, you've got this particular lot of, uh, of mushroom powder that you've... Show us who bought it and then show us the whole chain of custody all the way back to, to where it was grown on what farm and when it was processed. So it's, it's very stringent. And, you know, sometimes people say, oh, organic certification doesn't mean anything. It means a lot, which doesn't mean that there aren't people that out will cheat at times. That That's evident in every single business that you can think of, and not just like an organic certificate. Organic certification has been around a long time. It's strong, it's robust, and we're we use a very high quality certifier in the United States called uh, QAI, Quality Assurance International, uh, top certifier. And, and we, we totally believe in it, just like I believe in supporting organic produce. When I go to my markets, that's what I want to buy. I want to buy something that's as free as possible. And in today's world, my God, if you like in the United States with all of the chemicals sprayed, you get drift, you get this, that it's so difficult. And yet there are a lot of people dedicated to bringing us higher quality products without those chemicals. So I write, I write widely for women of all ages and stages. So if I were a 20 year old woman, 20 to 30, what would be the mushroom extracts I should take? Well, um, I guess, I guess uh, certainly one of my favorite medicinal mushrooms is called a reishi mushroom. And reishi mushroom is not only has the beta-glucans for immunological potentiation, but it also has these compounds called triterpenoids, which are, are bitter. And those particular compounds are very good for us in terms of one of the things they do is they will work with our liver. And they also are calming. A lot of people use reishi for uh, calming and for sleep. And, you know, there's so many people out there with sleep issues. Not me, but a lot of people have sleep issues. So just the calming effects of reishi, I think, is, a, is very good. I mean, you know, these days, everything moves so Quickly. fast. You know, it's just, it's just the society is just too 
going too quickly and everybody's stressed out. And then you've got everybody, you know, looking at their phones all day long and getting stressed out from that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I call it the zombie apocalypse, actually. No, I quite understand. You no, know, would a woman in her 40s and 50s use reishi or something different? Well, um, I think reishi would be a good one. But what I would say is we actually have uh, a, our best seller in our retail line. It's called the Five Defenders, and it has five of our top extracts. It has reishi, uh, shiitake, maitake, turkey tail, and, oh, uh, and uh, one other. And that one uh, I consider to be the best because you're getting the best of the top functional mushrooms. And one of the things I tell people too is, look, it doesn't mean if you have 10 species or 17 species or 24 species that that's going to be better. It normally is worse. You know what it's like when there are these products out there that they, that they sort of like have the kitchen sink in the product. And it's just, once you get beyond the top five, now you're diluting the real top mushrooms and the power they have with species that are not nearly as good so you end up with with products that are not as good so if you're looking for a combo product you know five mushrooms would be the top and that's for us this one particular product i would say anybody out there that is is uh, at all uh, at risk immunologically or feeling like oh man i'm getting a cold too often or or something along those lines, the flu maybe, take the five defenders. That is a fantastic product and that will help you to meet the challenges. And that's the way I look at this, uh, and Louise, I look at it as health challenges. And, and, and remember too, mushrooms, taking these mushrooms is not something like you take an aspirin or two and your headache's gone in an hour mushrooms are not like that you incorporate them into your diet into your health program it is in a sense like taking a vitamin you don't you don't take vitamin d and the next day go oh man i feel so much better that i've now that i've taken the vitamin d this is amazing that's not how they work they're in the background they're helping you all along they're they're what's called an adaptogen something that helps to keep us in balance and you know that's the key to our health is maintaining a proper balance. So true. So we can find you at namex.com. Yes. And when you come to our website, I have a menu on the website that is uh, says education. We have a lot of information there, as well as slideshows on how we grow our mushrooms, how we process our mushrooms. So please come look at the information there, uh, come to the Real Mushrooms uh, website as well, because they also have a lot of educational information. And you know, that for me is, I'm not here to sell you anything or your, your uh, listeners anything. I'm just here to educate you, help you understand what's going on with mushrooms, why all of a sudden they're trending. And you know, I just think, you know, this they've finally reached that kind of escape velocity it's been building for a long time it's kind of like what i say to people is like you know when they say oh yeah i just saw them saw a mushroom out there today it just came out of nowhere well not really it's been there the whole time for the last week or so 
but it's just been small and slowly growing. And you didn't really notice it until all of a sudden it was a certain size. And then you went, oh my God, look at that mushroom. So these are medicines for 2023. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, uh, we just need to, to again, bring mushrooms into our diet, into our health regimen. It is truly, in my opinion, the missing dietary link and forgotten food. Oh, I love that. And on that note, <laughs> on that note, we, we shall end the wonderful podcast, invite people to visit you at namex.com. And where can we get your book, Jeff Chilton? Well, you'd probably find it on Amazon. You know what's interesting? That book was published in 1983. We still sell 5,000 copies a year of that book. It's it's 40 That's years pretty, later. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, my friend. <laughs> I've written 36 books and not all of them sell 5,000 a year. I'd be lucky if two or three did. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's quite amazing, actually. Uh, I'm, uh, but it, it, it's a good book. And anybody who's interested in growing mushrooms, that's the book to get. The Mushroom Cultivator, Practical Guide to Growing Mushrooms at Home. Love it. Thanks for being my guest today, Jeff. My pleasure, Anne Louise. Thank you so much for having me. And I want to thank all my listeners for listening yet once again to First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Join us every week for more wonderful guests, urgent topics, and current issues. Have a wonderful and excellent mushroom-laden week full of health, happiness, and shalom. Shalom uvracha. Please don't forget to subscribe and like First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Thank you so very much.